The following song is White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane, covered by the band The Higher Craft. I was going to tell you, I was watching this Finding a Roots thing with on PBS the other night, and it turns out Larry David and Bernie Sanders were on there, and it turns out way back, Ashkenazi style, they're both related. If they couldn't, and they couldn't, what? either one, they couldn't believe it, the other one, they're related. Way back. And uh, they spoke to them about the fact that they're related? Yeah, well, they both, because they had those books that give you this presentation thing. Yeah. And on the last, one of the, close to the last page, they had, you know, Bernie had um, Larry's picture and Larry had Bernie. And what? it turns out they had DNA tests, and they're both from the same, you know, way From back. the same gene pool? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that both were freaking out. And Larry, you know, Larry was trying to be, but he was actually kind of touched. He, uh, a lot of the stuff touched him. Without all the the Falderall and, and you know his whole uh, persona he actually is just comes kind of low-key and he was all the stuff was a surprise to him you know well do you know what Jerry said he said he's the only guy he knows that money did not change him that guy got a check for 465 million dollars <laughs> well, for guess. the syndication <laughs> rights for Seinfeld and he still won't buy any more than a little package of cashews because he eats well <laughs> was raised that way yes yeah. exactly wow so that's Alan the mattress guy so he's inside right now. He's in the uh, the minute market. I pick him up from the mattress store. This is pretty much routine. Pick him up at 5.30, and then I uh, put the seat all the way back. Then we go to the minute market, and he grabs a variety of uh, uh, liquid enhancement, and then uh, I drive him like three blocks away to his apartment. Very nice man. 
very nice man. Uh, good customer, and uh, yeah. You know, it's perfect that you brought up Larry David and uh, Bernie Sanders because they both have white hair. And this last episode I'm doing before I leave is called White Rabbit for a variety of reasons <laughs> that are serendipitously happening. Yeah. So when do you actually leave? I leave for LA on the 29th. Ah, okay. I'm still hoping that I can squeeze this medical procedure in before I go. But I'm going yeah, with it. With I don't give a shit. <laughs> Is it painful or is it yeah, just... Yeah, it's bugging me right now, man. Yeah, and I sort of aggravated it the other day when I moved a box of books. I thought I only had one. And then I went in to see the surgeon. He goes, no, you got them on both sides. Oh, jeez. So, and it's a relatively simple procedure. But, uh, you know, because I have OHP, I guess it, right. there's a little more delay. So I'm hoping that uh, I put some fire under my primary care physician and yada, yada, yada. Oh, good. Yeah, we'll see what happens. What's in store for you tonight? Uh, what is it, Wednesday night? Nah, not much. All right, brother. All right. Always a pleasure, never see high you. priced. See you, man. This episode is brought to you by Crater Lake Taxi. Competent drivers, clean vehicles, on time, anytime. Crater Lake Taxi, 541-333-3333. I am Citizen 44. Please listen carefully. Hey everybody, Mark Ahrensberg here. Welcome to Citizen 44. This is the last show before I head out for Thailand. I will be recording things in Thailand, but will be not producing another show until I either decide to do it in L.A., but I don't think so. It'll be when I come back to Ashland, so it might be a couple of months. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, many of you have listened to maybe one or two. Here's an opportunity to catch up, and then I'll come back and we'll get this show rolling again. Um uh, this show is being dubbed as the White Rabbit Show because of the white rabbit stuff that's been in my presence. I went for a hike with a friend a couple of weeks ago who happened to mention to me while hiking on the White Rabbit Trail that, and I don't think he thought about this while he was telling me what he was telling me, but he started telling me about in his uh, sleep consciousness, he had... Uh, bumped into a couple of rabbits, uh, white rabbits, and then that he actually saw uh, a couple of white rabbits. And this was all going on around some turmoil in his marital uh, relations and things taking breaking points and going in different directions. And, uh, you know, based on some heavy stuff. And, uh, and we were hiking at the time on the White Rabbit Trail, which is at the top of Park Street on the uh, south side of Ashland. I had not done this for a while. I really needed to get out and, and uh, stretch my legs. And he told me about these White Rabbit things and some other really cool stuff. And he cited some poetry. And, and uh, he's a very dear friend. And we had a really, it was a, a pretty magic time. Anyway, the next day, I, uh, I had a... Uh, a group of people that were going to Medford at about 3 a.m. And when I was about a block from uh, the destination, uh, I had turned uh, 
left onto a street, and right in front of me, right in the headlights, were two white rabbits and another multicolored rabbit. So, come on, man. You know, clearly I can be influenced. Uh, I can be uh, subject to influence. And, uh, you know, the 44, the, the stuff, the, all the serendipity and magic that I see in my life is clearly a uh, cooperative, collaborative, uh, equally pleasing uh, experience for whatever has created this Larry David style outlined and allowed me to ad lib and do my thing, be me in the, in the midst of this, uh, you know, entertaining environment that I get to fuck around in. So, uh, yeah, there's that. So the next day, I'm in Mix downtown, the coffee shop, and there's a little girl. She's probably about six or seven, and she's holding a little stuffed white rabbit, and she was super cute, and we talked a little bit, and I gave her mom and their friend a couple of uh, Citizen 44 stickers. And then to jump in the car with uh, good old uh, Alan and him to bring up a couple of white rabbits himself, just kind of rounded it out. So, you know, you find shit when you find shit and that's it. Thank you. I just say thank you for the stuff that I find. And it's appropriate whenever it's appropriate based on whenever it's been presented. And so that's how I use it. So, all right, here's what's happening here. So uh, I still don't know what's happening with my hernia uh, procedure. I'm just going to wait and see. Uh, I'm not putting any energy into anything more than what I've done, which is let certain people know of what is happening with me and my travel plans and my uh, wanting to address it before I leave, if possible. If it's possible, great. If not, I've lived with it this long here. It'll be fine in Thailand, man. It'll be fine no matter where I am. You know, it's kind of the Buddhist way, be comfortable no matter what. And I do bitch and moan a little bit sometimes about my aches and pains, but, you know, it's never that bad. I'm not suffering, believe me. People around the world suffering, me not suffering, me having fun, partying, having a good time, not complaining, really, honestly, I cannot complain. You should shoot me in the fucking face if I complain. For as good as I have it, I have no room to complain about anything, so I'm not I mean, I'll talk about things, but I'm not complaining about them per se. Although, you know, they should have called me back at the doctor's office when uh, uh, they found out it was going to be potentially up to a 90-day waiting period for me uh, to receive approval for my benefits and go ahead and get this thing dialed in. So I'm sorry I had to call them, and they didn't think to call me as soon as they found out. But it, it, it's, it's all going to be fine. It's all going to get dialed in because I get what I want. I get what I need. And, and that's all that matters. Um, ultimately, the kids are great. Everybody's fine. It's all fucking fine. It's fine. Uh, as far as Boo goes, listen, I hadn't talked to her for like almost two weeks. I'm going to say like 10 days. Uh, a little something something happened. I thought it was a pretty simple thing that was not so, I don't know, communication ending shall we say, but she did bail out for like 10 days, didn't hear a word, I made a few attempts, and uh, nothing, 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 I got nothing, I got nothing, so I let it go, 
But I did manage, as I may have mentioned uh, in the last show, I did uh, mail her a birthday card and a cute card that when you open makes, you know, happy birthday music fun stuff. And, and I know she's kind of, you know, she would dig that. And we have this thing going back to her, you know, we met four days before her birthday last year, at like right around this time, you know, her, her birthday's on the 22nd of October. We met on the 18th and had been going pretty hard to the hoop, as you can see, still talking about her, things happening. Although, again, the 10-day cone of silence. Anyway, I send this card. Yesterday, she sends me pictures of the card and starts uh, communicating with me again. I don't really know what to do with that other than be a really mature uh, man and uh, ask her about it. I gave a call. She didn't answer, but she did call right back from her car. And she said she was on her way to Temple. The dog, Daga, finally died. And uh, I guess I think they're going through some kind of thing ceremoniously uh, with uh, uh, the king's anniversary of his death and going into maybe a final mourning and a, a cremation ceremony, I believe, is what has happened. So this is kind of the end of the stuff for a year of mourning. And I was there, you know, when he passed. So I'm part of this whole year with Boo and the country and and all this energy and just all, you know, my shit, my crazy, fun, silly shit. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to ask Boo uh, what's happened and uh, and we'll see <laughs> what happens. I had already gone back on Thai flirting, you know, a few days ago, and uh, as I may have mentioned, this uh, 55, almost 56-year-old, uh, heavily balding, chubby, Jewish old fuck looks pretty good to Thai women, and uh, they're chomping at the bit. I am not looking to get married. I will go wherever love takes me. I'll talk to you about Boo after I get back from Thailand. I'll let you know what happens, because I haven't spoken to her yet, and... Uh, Oh, who is that? What's that? There's a knock at the door. Who's that? Cliff? Cliff? Cliffhanger? Yeah, buddy. What's happening? Yeah, we're going to have a cliffhanger here. So I'll let you know what's going to happen with Boo when I get back from Thailand. Taxi's winding down. Got 13 days left. Went and had a lovely lunch with my friend Alan Hicks today. Alan presented me with a Chinese New Year gift, which was very sweet, a generous uh, monetary gift. In the tradition, he is married to a beautiful Chinese woman, Mimi, and uh, and I, I love that he supports me in that way. I did uh, send a memo out, as it were, to my community that since I did receive insurance, anybody who uh, was uh, generous with a monetary gift to help um, take care of the expense of my surgery while in Thailand, I offered that money back. And uh, no takers. Everybody was very kind, generous, and I appreciate that. And uh, I've been able to uh, give back to that uh, recently for someone who needed some money, who wanted a loan, but you know, not a lender nor a borrower B. Um, that's why I, I accept gifts and not loans. And, and I gladly give money away. And I'm glad I was able to help this dude. Uh, so it, it all comes around, it all goes around. Uh, I'm not just sucking on the tit of society. I like putting some of that milk back in somehow. I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever, but you know what I mean. I, I want to give back. I don't mind receiving. I'm available to receive, 
but I also want to, I want to do my part, whatever that is. And so I do in whatever small ways that it occurs to me that I can. We have uh, Flora Chapowski on the show today, uh, chaperoned by Teresa Ackerson. And, uh, and Flora is the future of humanity. And the show is called White Rabbit because Flora reminds me of Alice in Wonderland, although dark hair, but light features and just so beautiful, so talented, so knowledgeable, so ready to uh, uh, demonstrate uh, what, what this life experience can be through a, uh, an old soul level of uh, reasonability and intelligence being uh, uh, channeled through this young woman as another example of how things can be done outside of what is expected of us. And she speaks eloquently about that. Uh, our conversation was somewhat brief, but the information was all there. And uh, I appreciated Flora's time and her being candidness. And she was a little nervous. And it was super cute because she is super, uber, incredibly adorable and stupid, wicked, sick, talented with her illustration work. And uh, I... I, I <laughs> I, I hope she just blows it up because she's got a lot to say and she could do things. I could feel her energy. She could do some things. She's, uh, she's one of these truth warriors and she's living in her integrity and doing her thing. And I love, I love, love, love her for that and her mom, uh, Christy, for uh, allowing this young lady to uh, develop into whatever she's going to be, which is going to be nothing but kablam and kapow. Let's hear what that sounded like. So I'm, I'm here with Flora Chapowski and Teresa Ackerson. Flora, this incredible digital illustrator, was that what you'd say you yes. are? Are you drawing by hand at all, sketching? I am, um, but mostly it's digital. That's okay. what I specialize in. Okay. When were you born, Flora? When? 1999. You're only 18? Yes. Yeah. You're primarily working in Photoshop? No, I work in more like uh, Paint Tool Sci, Manga Studio. What kind of a workstation are you using? I'm on a tablet, and um, it's a Wacom tablet. It's a PC sort of combination. Okay. When did you realize you had a gift that you could leverage? I don't think I ever thought of it that way. I just always knew I wanted to be an artist from the very beginning. Right. You know? What's the very stopped. beginning? When did you start thinking that, or you realized that you had something that you wanted to explore? Um, well, it just started with finger painting, and it just kept building on itself. I was right. just always interested in paints, I was interested in colors, and I could never get enough of it. Okay. And at around 13 is when I was like, this, this is something I really want to like manifest as an art business for myself. I want to tell stories, I want to do a lot of things with this art. Now, how did your mom support you in that? She supported me so much. She's given me critiques. She's given me insight into my art. And what made you decide to go in the particular direction of that style of illustration? I'm very inspired by anime and manga and comics. Um, I got into them when I was really young, and I just felt like more than realism, you can really stretch reality. You can play with it, you know? I didn't want to draw what I see. I wanted to draw what I like thought, what I felt. And what was your first introduction into this style? How did you discover that this was something that you loved and wanted to emulate? 
Well, I was nine years old and my friend gave me a manga book. So I picked it up and I was like blown away by the eyes, by the detail, and it just kept snowballing. From there I watched anime and I, I couldn't get enough of it. What was the book, do you recall? Yes, it was um, Full Moon by Irina Tenemora. Very detailed. I copied everything she did and it was a great learning experience. Yeah. I did that for like a couple of months and then I was like, well, I want to do my own ideas now. I've always been a storyteller and that's what I want to combine because I really love that combination of art and story into comic form. How are you doing that? Well, I'm working on a webcomic series. It's not out yet, but um, Cross My Fingers is going to be soon. What is your process? So how do you come up with something in your head and then what do you do? It's constant for me. Like I look at almost anything and it just starts creating itself in my mind. I don't even have to think about it. And suddenly I'm just like, okay, I need to get something so I can write this down so I can draw this so I don't right. forget it. So are you writing down words that describe how you're feeling about something and then you translate that into a, an image? Yes, I'm like, okay, I want to add these colors to it. I want it to have this feeling and I want it to be, you know, these type of flowers with these two people standing, holding hands, whatever it is. And then I go like to my computer or my sketch pad and I just do a quick sketch so I can remember to do it later. I notice most of your pieces are people. Yes. Almost all of them exclusively, right? Mm -hmm. I have some animals in there, but mostly people. And what is your connection with drawing a human being? I always found them to be the most fascinating, people's expressions especially in their face, the subtle little emotions that play across their faces, and I really wanted to do more of that illustrative look so I could capture that. Right. Were you born in Ashland? No, I was not, but I've spent my whole life here. Okay, mostly. where were you born? I was born in Tucson, Arizona, Okay. but I moved here when I was three. Okay. Mm -hmm. You packed your own bags, got in a car, and came yes. to Ashland? Yes. Very like efficient. That. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's you and your mom, right? Yep. How do you like being in Ashland? I love it. Do you go to Ashland High? No, I've been homeschooled. Oh, yeah. how's that? I've really enjoyed it. It's given me the opportunities to foster my art more. I mean, that's the key with my art is I focus on mostly nature because that's what inspires me, you know? And being given that time and space is one of the most important things for an artist to have. I see my friends and they don't have the time to develop that. So they get out of school and they're just, they're stressed. They don't know what they want to do in life. And they just wasted all this time, essentially. Do you think you're missing anything by not being in a traditional institution like high school? No, I tried it. I didn't like it. Some people thrive in it, but a lot of them don't, and I see that. Yeah. Now, did you go to a traditional elementary school? I did, but I never really liked it, so that's why I ended up at Willow Wind, a more alternative school. Right. And then eventually, like after third grade, I was like, nope, it's not working for me. What does that put you at an age? I don't know, what is third grade? Nine or 10. Nine or 10? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's So when did you start homeschooling? I actually took years off for a while, learning what I wanted to learn, and then maybe around 13 is when I really got back into it. I focused on what I enjoyed and just enjoying life more and yeah. fostering a lot of like other abilities. Right. And you got to hang out with your mom. I did. That was the best thing. I've known Teresa for, I don't know, years? Yeah. In some Off way or on. another. And we'll, yep, absolutely. And, and we recently, over at Cafe 116, kind of re-engaged through uh, my friend, Zach, 
who was having a show That's right. that you put together for him, That's correct? correct. Yes, I did. And this is what you do? This is what I do. I'm a mobile gallery director. What does that mean? It means that I'm mobile. I take art and put it up in different venues around the valley. Okay. Sometimes I have referrals. Like at Cafe 116, I was referred to a number of artists, and I hang for them. Flora was someone that I was after for a long time, by the way. And it's all about getting to know people, them getting to know me, and I was in the art business for the last 41 years of my life. I've been a gallery director. I sold both wholesale and retail. I've had my own business since uh, about... 1976. I started in Florida, and then I moved to Georgia, and then I moved here. Okay. How long have you been here? I've been here since 1999 when my son was born. Okay. You met her in first grade. I did, absolutely. And something happened? Some, there was a click at that point? I Well, I kind of watched Flora growing yeah. with relation to art. I mean, she always carried around. What, what was it you were carrying? Sketchbook, pencils, just everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. all the time. So yeah. I started bugging her mom about seven years ago to do a show. So you had a little insight into what was about to blossom. I did. I did. It's very obvious, isn't it, Flora? Yes. <laughs> So you've known her since day one, pretty much. I have. How do you know Christy? Her mother's Christy Chapowski, by the way, someone I've known in town, you know, peripherally for years. Well, I would have met Christy because Christy and Flora went to Willow Wind when she was going to Willow. What did you go for, two years? Yeah, two or three. I think so. Yeah, you were in first and second grade with my son, right? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I met Christy. Okay. You're how old? 18? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. What are your plans? What, what would you like to see happen in your life going forward with your art? I would like to create a series of books. I would like to be involved in maybe making an anime one day. I would love to work on other comic series with artists, partners. Um, I would love to do icons for people, you know, certain things like that. Cute little like cartoons on different bottles and different things and really market that. And uh, yeah, lots of things. Some young people don't feel that they can do things because they're kind of constrained in a certain container like you talk about. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it comes down to your mindset. It's always good to have a backup plan. It's always good to make sure you have a way of making money, as they say. But life can be hard whether you have a job that is, you know, the classic route, going to college, doing whatever it is you're supposed to do, it could still be hard. So you might as well feed your soul. You might as well put all your energy into what you want to do in life, you know? It's doing what you want to do with your life. Yeah. 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 I think it all comes down to fear. You know, it's it's a fear and it's like, well, are you going to be like fearful? Oh God, what what if I can't succeed, you know? It's like, I like to think of it as like, you know, choose what you love to do. Choose what you love. What do you think it is that's keeping us from doing what we love? Well, I think it's definitely, there's a part of it, it's the system that is keeping us, but I think it's also our mindset of we're stuck in this system. You know, if you want to opt out of the system, you can. You know, it's not going to be easy, but if everyone did it, you'd all be opted out. Right. You'd change the system. Right. So I think in that way we hold ourselves back in our minds. We put in blocks. Oh, that's not going to work. Oh, I can't do that, you know? Right. But it's what we've been taught. How about your friends? Friends. Um, I've got a couple of really good friends, and they're doing the same thing. You know, they're people who research. They're people who really look into things. They're like, they may not know what they want to do yet, but they are working on figuring that out and not getting, like, stuck in what they have to. Are your friends in school? Some of them, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what do you notice amongst your friends 
the difference in who they are and how they operate based on are they in school or not in school? Well, I notice a big difference. It's not straight across the board, but a lot of them are definitely more stressed in life already at an early age. What's your favorite thing to do? Favorite thing to do? That would definitely be flying, being on a swing, being outside, being in nature, being around wind. I guess not so much flying, but like that feeling of like when you swing Freedom. on a swing and it's like a beautiful day. Right. Yeah. You know Johan? I do. Very well. You know why Johan moved to Ashland? Because he saw adults on a swing. He came here from Grants Pass on a field trip to OSF with his high school class. And halfway through whatever play he was at, he was bored and he went for a walk in the park and he saw adults on the swing. And he said, I want to live here. That was it. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? He saw yeah. people being childlike. He saw adults being free-spirited, loving and enjoying themselves, giggling and laughing. And he said, this is the place I need to live. Yeah. It's cool that you're hanging on to that hmm. because most human beings forget. Yeah. And being distracted by what you call the system, mm -hmm. the program yes. that's been put in place. And I think more and more people are figuring out that it doesn't work, it's obsolete, and that you have to do for yourself. Yeah. And that way you can do for others. Yeah, you have to create your life around what you want. Right. Do you like travel? I do like traveling. Where have yes. you been? I've only been to like two countries other than the US. And where were they? That was Mexico and Canada. Ah. Yep. Sounds like you need to get to Japan. Yes, that's the ultimate. I'm gonna learn Japanese and get to Japan. All right, so have you started the Japanese learning thing yet? Not quite. So that is your, your lead up yeah. to, to actually going. Mm. What's your social life like? Social life? I'm so like into my art and into what I want to do that my social life isn't very existent. That's okay. I mean, you know, you got the rest of your life to be sociable, so. Yeah. But you hang out with your friends. You guys yeah. go do things, go to the movies, go out to eat, do anything. Yeah. Mm, I like like exercising together, if that makes sense. Like going swimming, going ice skating, just doing something active outside together. Okay. Mm. What is it that people would want to know about you that maybe they don't? Uh, what is it you would want to share with the listening audience? Other than I'm an illustrator and I love trying new things, art to me is like, it's everything. And I get inspired by all of it, you know? I love to create all different types of things. I don't like saying I'm necessarily a manga and anime artist because I feel like I'm just an artist in general, even though that's right. what I'm influenced by. Right. Who's your favorite uh, anime illustrator? You mean a manga artist? Oh, that's too hard. I don't have a favorite. I have favorites. Do you collect the comics? Yes. Do you read them all the time? Yes. Yeah. Is mm. that your kind of entertainment at home besides your art? Uh, I love reading books as well. What are your top two favorite books that influenced you that you love that you would read again? Well, I guess they're more book series. Okay. But the um, Ender's Game book series is a really big one that's dear to my heart that okay. I always read again and again. And um, the next one would probably be the His Dark Materials series. Do you read every day? Uh, yes. All right, now I'm working on Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm halfway through the book, so I can't say it's my favorite yet, but it's infinitely amazing. You got a show going on. Yes, over I at do. Cafe 116. Mm -hmm. What is the address over there? 116 Lithia Way, right here in Ashland, Oregon, right downtown. Yep. And, and how long is your show? My show's been up for a month so far, and it'll be up through this next month. Uh, what do you want to tell people about your show? Well, my show is, um, like I said, influenced through anime and manga, but it's got a lot of semi-realism in it. It's got a lot of nature in it, a lot of symbolism in it. 
Right. Um, so yeah, I've got postcards, stickers, merchandise. So you got things for sale. Yes, I do. And is your work for sale on the walls? Yes. Some, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Which leads me to, I do commissions of all sorts and kinds. Okay. Yes. How are people getting to you? Well, this is one way. This is one way. This is my first art showing. This is the first time I've ever really done this before. And I've gotten a great, like uh, like I said, reception from people. And now, it's, I guess, uh, with advice from like you, it's snowballing into I'm learning more. I'm growing more as an artist. I appreciate you coming in and talking. And you too, Teresa. Thank you. And I, I certainly you. wish you all the luck in the world. And uh, I know you're going to do big, huge, crazy, ridiculous, wonderful things. Bye, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, that's the show. Uh, I don't have anything else to add on any of those subjects that I covered. Uh, boo, still don't know, but we'll know when we come back. I want to thank uh, Flora and Teresa for coming on the show. Uh, if you want to find out more about uh, Flora and what she's doing, and perhaps you'd like to purchase some of her incredible illustration, you should check out her website. I'm not going to give you the domain because it seems almost impossible for you to remember. And I need to uh, live up to my word of helping her out any way that I can. But uh, check out cafe116.net. That's C-A-F-A-116.net. And then uh, and look at uh, the art shows. Look for uh, Flora Chapowski. And there is a link right there, a shortcut to her website. 10% uh, of uh, Flora's commissions received at Cafe 116 from the sale of her work uh, will be donated to K.S. Wild. Okay, uh, thanks again. Uh, it's always a pleasure, never high-priced. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, talk to you, present my opinions, uh, talk to fun, cool people, and bring any kind of perspective and maybe some funny stuff, too, to uh, your day. I'm off to Thailand in a couple of weeks, and uh, I will report back as soon as I can. Word to your mother's uncle. Check out Teresa Ackerson on Facebook, T-H-E-R-E-S-A-A-C-K-E-R-S-O-N. Flora's show is still up over there at Cafe 116 for the rest of the month. Go check it out. Whatever you're doing is not working. There's only one way you can change that, and that's to change what you do, 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 change what you do. I am Citizen 44.